Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, What Now? Uh, we're so happy to have you. Got our co-host, Marcus, along with us. Uh, Marcus, go ahead and say a few words. Good day, everyone. This is your favorite guy, Marcus, back at you. Um, Walter, how have you been? <laughs> I've been fine. I, I like that back at you. That's good. Uh, I'm glad you asked how I've been because I'm going to ask you the same question. How have you been? Haven't uh, You haven't been on here in quite a while, despite the fact that I have <laughs> reached out to you a couple of times. You were wait asleep or whatever. But Wait a minute. No, no. Don't blame it on me. You have I won't, you know, saying you have your fencing, you have your dance classes, you have your <laughs> oh, I'm a dancer now. <laughs> that was a low blow. First of all, I'm not a dancer. Second of all, um, I'm not, you know what, I'm not even going to blame you. I'm going to thank you because your watch it. What, what's the word? Your dereliction <laughs> has caused me to diversify the podcast as one that dropped this uh, yesterday or two days ago, Friday. When I was talking to a comedian. So, yes, thank you, Marcus. You actually caused me to make sure I have, um, you know, something else just in case you are not as dependable as I thought you were. Dependable but nevertheless, or, I digress. Or, or dependable <laughs> or living my life. I too have a life outside of my podcast. The po First of all, it's not your podcast. Second of all, the podcast we don't record every day. So how is it interfering with your life? Oh, I'm sorry. You do have to get to bed by 830. The that elderly correct, are. Yes. You, you drink your warm milk and you go to bed. You're, you're a little hot toddy I have, as I well. have to be up at three. You go to work at three? No. So you, you have to be my, up at three. I ride my bike. Oh, okay. How's that working for you? It's working great. Okay, good, good. You know, I've been going by reengaged with the gym. That's not water. Started uh, <laughs> two weeks ago because I needed to get Towel. out of the house because there was a <laughs> some negative energy in my house. Let's just say it like that. <laughs> Forced me to go and do some stuff because, oh my gosh. But that's over. It, it helped me. It, you see, I could take what's negative and spin mm -hmm. it and turn it into a positive. As we all How should, you like yes. that? Yeah, of course, of course. So, uh, so, so, what have you been doing in this absence? It's only been two minutes in the podcast. We can. Well, mainly I've bit. just been getting back into my working uh, out routine, tweaking my mm -hmm. uh, starting to write a bit more. Uh, okay. Focusing on those things. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm trying to do. I'm um, I'm trying to tweak my diet i'm definitely doing that um what else what else have i been doing? trying to get back probably, work out probably what? as a cake out of right now. <laughs> no but boy i wish i had a chocolate chip cookie and some milk i've got some milk so thank you when this podcast is over i'm getting some chocolate chip cookies i i deserve that yeah that's um, called tweaking your diet that's it yeah well <laughs> that's called rewarding myself sunday will be my dessert day see i, I reward myself but no, I'm trying to get back in oh. shape. All right. And, uh, you know, just trying to keep myself, I'm trying to keep myself on a certain type of schedule where, I, like you said, I like to write a little bit. I like to read. I want to get back into reading instead of spending all day watching Netflix and Hulu and stuff. I'm reading again, um, working on some other stuff with, uh, you know, speaking and stuff, trying mm -hmm. to. 
you know, trying to do stuff instead of just living and letting time just waste away. Like most of us just, we, many times people think we're going to live forever and we're not. Well, that's right. I guess we essentially what you're saying, we're starting to live a more purpose, purposeful life. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> all right. Purposeful life. All right. Yeah. You, you could say that. Life has always had purpose. I just need to get it. I just need to rein it in. That, that was my problem. Rein mm-hmm. it in. Many Knock this out. Issue. What? So many, many people, people have, have that. that issue. Yeah. Yes, they do. They do. They, uh, I was looking for it. I don't have it with me, but you're right. Many people do have that issue. So speaking of issues, so uh, we're, we're, we are recording. This is a Sunday for us. And it brought up, as I mentioned to you uh, yesterday or whatever. So I was driving, you know, I don't know what I was thinking about. I think how I thought about the subject of God. And, Mm -hmm. you know, before I go any further for the listeners who don't believe in God, get over it. I can believe what I believe. You believe in yourself. I don't need to believe in you. (laughs) But you get all triggered. Oh, don't mention God. I'm going to mention God in masculine form, him, because that's what, is in the holy writ that I subscribe to doesn't mean we're mortal enemies or that I believe in fairy tales or whatever, because it's not true. It's just what I believe. So with that being said, I may edit that part out <laughs> with that being said, I, um, okay. So I was thinking about God, the concept of God or whatever, or the belief in God. And I was, and I began to just go down this rabbit hole. I'm like, is God real? I'm like, maybe he's not real. Maybe it's just the power of positive thinking. And that's how people are seeing things happen. They say it's faith because, you know, positive thinking, positive talking, they say it works as, as well as what is that? Um, what was the thing that Oprah was really promoting? Um, oh my God. There was a whole book about. Oh, um, uh, the secret, the secret. And, but the name of it about the secret was, Mm, no darn now i've got to look at so the secret was about and i just said it yesterday law of attraction the law of attraction oh okay yeah. yeah so i'm like is it that and then what happens when people are on the operating room table or whatever and they die or for a few moments and they say hey i was Five years in heaven when I was dead for 15 seconds or, or I was, cause one lady described it as something totally different from what, you know, you would learn in regular Christianity. And some mm-hmm. people describe something in Christianity and some people describe something that's a little bit different that may subscribe to Buddhism. So I started to think, what is this? Is God real? Are people, when they're out, does their brain switch over to the things that they've been taught or all these things are coming back to them. I have no idea. Are they dreaming? Is it live? Is it not? So, you know, as for me, I'm going to say, though I have these questions, mm-hmm. I still believe in God. That's just, I'm not even going to do like some people do and be over apologetic or over vague and say, I believe in a concept of God. No, I believe in God. That's how I was taught. Uh, and I, I wouldn't even say I was taught, but later on, I sought it for myself. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have to stand on for now. You know, God forbid. Oh, there it is. If it's not true, then, well, it's got me this far. Anyway, 
What are your thoughts on that? Let's see. What do you let's see? What you have to say, or let's just open up a discussion on it. How about that? My thoughts on is there a God or is there? Mm-hmm. Um, Notice the long pause. I was about to say, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to edit it down because you got like a 40 second pause. What are you, Mitch McConnell? <laughs> he froze. Jeez. That's not funny. But um, <laughs> no, it's not. Is God real? Um, I think God is real for those that need to believe in something higher than ourselves or greater than themselves. Uh oh. You know, growing up, we've been taught that, yes, there's God and Jesus and there's stuff in the Bible. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to have to point by point because I forget. So you just said you think God is real for those who <laughs> say that part again. I wish I could record it and rewind and say, you said this. <laughs> Boy, it's for the, God is real for those people that really need to believe in something. Okay, boom. So wait. So are you now saying, me, as a person who believes God is real, are you saying that God is not real, but he's real in my consciousness and stuff, that is still a concept that keeps me going? Whatever your concept of God is for you and however you came to that, strictly for you, whatever it is for me, if I believe in it, Mm -hmm. is strictly for me. How God's probably different in certain ways. My God might let me curse and drink and, you know. But would that be your God or would that be your, your own, uh, your, your. My God says it's okay. Your conscious is God, your conscious. Your God. So are there must be, so you're, to me, there's many gods. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Ah, so you're saying there's more than one God. Or could you say there's the same God. He just relates to us, I don't know, in different ways based on our personality and our character and how we can accept and how we can take things. That's, I would agree with that. At the same time, we also are very, uh, we we choose God whenever we need him or want him, when we need favor and when we need a prayer answer, oh God, how am I going to pay my rent this month? Oh Jesus, please, you know, but you know, 30 days ago, you weren't worried about it. Yeah. And then you make these promises. I'm going to, Lord, if you do this for me, I'm going to, and that's something how we barter and we do that. (laughs) I think we do that in case it doesn't happen for us. And like, see, I don't believe in God anyway, but if it does happen, I tried him and you'll be the most radical evangelist for the next 30 days (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) until your answer isn't, your prayer isn't answered. And then you're like, I don't believe in God. I don't know. And then sometimes for those prayers that aren't answered, those aren't your answered prayers. Mm-hmm. So if you get everything that you prayed for, do you really want everything you prayed for? No, because you know how humans are. We would be terrors. <laughs> We'd go from being real benevolent to say, see, shouldn't have messed with me. I hope he died. Yeah, people would be like that. <laughs> there was a guy <laughs> named Father Divine back in the 40s and 50s. He was a black guy named Father Divine, I think in New York. And one time and people were following him like Jim Jones and something mm-hmm. happened. Uh, 
where someone went against him, either it's law enforcement or a mayor, something said something or tried to stop him. Anyway, the person ended up dying. And the guy said, I hated to do it. That's what Father Devon said. He <laughs> said, I hated to do it. It's like, he took credit for it. You know, I'm like, so what I'm saying is if, if God and we pray, especially those who many people reach out to God like that mm-hmm. in emergency situations and they haven't really had a relationship or have been a regular just believer, just living life, you know, ups and downs, but just staying true. Uh, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, okay. Many people, you know, that's the only time they they reach out to God. You know, what do they call them? The the Christmas and Easter members <laughs> and, oh, okay. and funeral yeah. attendees, or mm-hmm. those who don't, who just say, yeah, "I'll try it," or those mm-hmm. who have been around it. Then when it doesn't happen, they use that as an excuse to go back to whatever they're doing, but they barter and say, if you do this for me, Lord, I will live for you and blah, blah, blah. Basically conditional God. Yes. Yes. Uh, I too may be guilty of that. It's fine. You're right. You don't know. Cause that was, <laughs> you said, I don't know twice. I'm like, geez, what a filler word. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm kidding. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, I, go I, I can't help myself. You you make me attack you sometimes. <laughs> well, stop being you or something. I don't know. <laughs> you make me attack you. It's just oh. no. What I'm saying is, <laughs> oh, as I said earlier, I also Ooh. believe there are people who say I don't believe in God or no, I don't believe in this religion. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 no. Here's I, I don't know. They're bitter. Some people, that's, that's mm-hmm. my thinking. There are people who are mad because they say, okay, I'm gonna give this God thing a try. And then mm-hmm. he doesn't answer their prayers. And then they're like, they're angry. And so I just won't believe in him. You know, <laughs> he didn't ask, he didn't help me. He didn't answer me. I just won't believe in him. Just like when you're a three-year-old and your mother doesn't do anything. Then you say, no, I, I hate, my, you know, it's a hard word to say to your mother. I hate you. <laughs> I don't, I don't love, well, I don't, yeah. Little kids. I don't love you, mommy. <laughs> well, thinking we that's the hardest that. thing. No, huh? I said, we don't do that. No, no. I mean, as a child, you would never have told your mom, oh, I hate you. Or I don't love you. Oh, well. <laughs> the only other households, other uh. households that, um, <laughs> Yeah, because for for that group who doesn't do that, they came under the fire and brimstone. If you don't do right, you're going to bust hell wide open with fire behind you. So we're raised on the fire and brimstone where other people are like, oh, everything's beautiful and <laughs> live your life. But then, like I said, people give it a try and he didn't answer or come through. And it's usually they've never even reached out to God, but they decide I'm going to pray. He didn't answer him, so I'm mad. Which brings well, me to this. Uh-huh. Does everyone believe? But they don't. There's a, is there a sense of belief? There's a right and wrongness in everyone. But they just choose to be rebellious or say, no, I don't want to conform. Some people think it's controlling. Go to church. I don't want to go to church where they can tell me what to do and tell me not to do this. Well, I think right and wrong is innately in us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as we grow and life experiences and circumstances, it depends on how um, 
Yeah, Brian Ball will show up. Hmm. Well, okay. Now that now that you've said that, in my biblical studies, <laughs> I there is something. Well, let me, oh Lord. Ah, you're a believer. Uh, right. <laughs> no, there is a passage where Paul, as everyone knows, Paul in the Bible, he was mentioning, and I'm paraphrasing again, mm-hmm. how there are people, there may be those who, I think it was Paul, have not heard the gospel per se, of Jesus Christ, death, death burial, resurrection, die mm-hmm. for your sins, belief. But the sense of right and wrongness in them is essentially the gospel or, or, or Jesus or, or God mm-hmm. for them. Cause they may never see it and that's for them. And so I, yeah, I agree. I think, I think we are, there is a sense of right and wrong in us. We just choose, Hey, I'm just going to do wrong. So, you know, um, if you're a person who, which amazes me, you know, some people say, no, they, they're not regular church tenders, mm-hmm. regular church regular church attenders. Uh, they don't you know, do what you think, but every now and then they'll pray or something and something to happen. And they're like, yeah, God's good. I'm like, I didn't go into church. And I didn't pray and no, nothing happened to me. And now I'm too deep in. I can't just be all easy going and, and you know, and not knowing and say, yeah, just, I'll just do right and wrong. Cause, <laughs> cause there is a, I don't know, you know, like people yeah. get checks in the mail. I'm like, why don't I get checks in the mail? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I got, <laughs> Personal. I'm up here. Mm. Um, <laughs> Isn't that something? Oh boy. Um, Get your boy, thoughts you know, together. A lot of people. A lot of people go through life and just wing it. You know, whatever happens, happens. Much like we're doing in this podcast. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You winging it. I, I mean, p- people. I understand. We? we no. What I meant to say is, I think you're. I think people just doing good and trying their best to do good, treat people right. I think that does help. Even even if you don't believe in God, you think, oh, karma or whatever. You know, it's some. It helps. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's um. That's what I was thinking about, and I was thinking about God. Now, do I believe? As I said, yes. And uh, people are like, well, why do you believe? Prove it. I'm like, well, I'm, I guess I don't need to prove it to you. It's how I can tell you. Know, all I can do is tell you what's happened for me. Mm-hmm. Take it or leave. That's the proof. Now, That's all I can you, tell you. With your 53 years of living, have you ever mm. had? And, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm cutting that part and revealing my freaking age. Go ahead. Um, have you ever had or experienced a situation where okay, this was nothing but God? I mean, I should not have uh, walked away from that car accident or uh, I should not have gotten that job or whatever the experience may have been. Have you ever had a personal experience that was... Yeah, yeah, I've had I've had different experiences where I was like I on purpose prayed or communicated or believed and mm-hmm. then it happened. There have been times where I believed and nothing happened immediately, but mm-hmm. it happened eventually. 
And in between that time, I was not worried. You know, I was confident. So it kept me. Uh, and there have been times where I've prayed and stuff and I have heard, let's say, an inner prompting, an inner voice. And I did what that inner knowing or voice told me and I saw results. Now, we, let's set that aside because people will say, um, well, maybe that's just the power of your mind. You know, believe, you know, I don't, that I cannot say. All I can say is based on my experience and my application of what I know concerning the God of the universe, the God of creation, this works. And that's what I stick with. You know, I'm not proselytizing people per se. I, you know, I guess maybe I should, but, or I do it with my, I can't really say I do it with my life because I, if I go by what I've been taught and studied, I'm not doing so well. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep me together right now. And maybe you can, you know, learn, but okay. So the example, let me see. Okay. One time when I was going to, uh, well, somebody's messing me and I get my nerves. Um, one time when I was, um, pursuing a job mm -hmm. and I was like, I really wanted the job. And so I was in, you know, I was like in the meantime, I was like praying like, okay. And that just my praying. And I believed, so that kept me confident that it was going to happen. It kept my mind at ease. And whenever I would start doubting, I will, I would go back and realize I've already prayed. There's nothing else I can do. So if it's the mind or devil or me or whatever, you'll just have to, it's like someone coming in a door, this mm -hmm. thought, negative thought coming in the door of my mind. I would just open the back door and see it right out. I wouldn't dwell on it. And that kept me. Now, if a person would say, Hey, that's also part of, uh, these, these are coaching techniques I've learned, uh, putting things in your conscious mind, uh, and putting things in your, your thinking mind, kind of like your thinking mind. Thank you. I got confused. So something you continue to think on, it gets into your subconscious and, okay. and, uh, it's manifested in outwardly nervous, your stomach hurts, you're worried you because you actively think on it and your conscious, I'm getting your, your subconscious cannot reject it. It just takes whatever you put in, okay. but you know, my thinking mind, I can, I can decide go, not go stop dwell in my mind or get out. So when it came in, dwell, it wouldn't dwell, just send it out. Sometimes I find myself not paying attention, just daydreaming. Like, oh, stop, send it out, which helped me. Now, I don't know. See, that's what has me thinking. Well, faith is kind of like that. I believe it. And if I don't doubt, it's going to happen. So I don't have this negative, this turmoil in my mind. Um, so I can see why people would say, hey, is it God or not? So either, you know, it's one of those classic chicken before the egg. Was faith before this type of thinking or is this type of thinking before faith? I don't know. Or was it that when God manifested Jesus and showed people how to think and they talk about being like a mind of the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, that's more of a mind where I'm not letting anything bother me on this earth because I'm kingdom focused and God will take care of it. I don't know. So what was I saying? So what it was, was I was trying to be a police officer 
And um, um, I was praying. I'm like, I was just really trusting God. I remember I was praying in my living room mm-hmm. and I was praying, praying. And then all of a sudden I just had a feeling or peace and said, the job is yours. And then I got up and I'm like, I'm finished praying. I'm just grateful that it's going to happen. Boom. Yes, I had the job just like that. <laughs> um, there have been times, okay, here's a really strange supernatural. One time I was in the army, we were out in the field. It was raining. I was pissed off. I remember our, our, uh, our, what's the thing? Our chief, whatever he's called. What's the chief? First sergeant? Is that? What is no, what's the, what's the chief petty? I'm not chief petty officer. Oh my God. Chief, chief, warrant officer. Yeah. In our section, he was like talking like, oh my God. And it was raining outside. I'm like, I do not want to go back out in that rain. We were all in a tent, GP large or GP medium. And I remember thinking, I'm like, Lord, please let the rain stop. I was just, in my mind, I was praying. And Ooh. then I, something prompted me, like a voice or a noise said, no, I said, please make the rain just slow down. And then something inside said, why don't you ask him to make it stop? I'm like, Ooh. all right, I trust him. Lord, just please make it stop. I was kind of doubting that. I was like, this is ridiculous. But as soon as I uttered that prayer, I heard the rain just stop as if someone had turned off a faucet. You know, when you turn the water's running, you turn off the faucet. That's how I, the rain kind of just stopped slowly, just boom. And it was done. I was like, what in the world? I remember telling a few people and they were looking at me like, what? Really? Oh, Rooks, you know, you're a little too. I'm like, yeah, I just keep this to myself. And maybe I am wrong. So yeah, there've been in other instances. So those type of instances. And back then in my faith, I was like, I believe it. And that's it. And I'm not going to worry about it. And it happens. And then there were times, if it didn't happen, I wasn't worried about it. I knew eventually it's going to happen or something, or, you know, or I got sidetracked and went on for something else. So that's, yeah, those are some clues for me. How about you? Since you put me on the spot with that. <laughs> well, you know, uh. My, uh, one of the ones that I would also use with a job as well, um, the job that I applied for, physical, did all the tests and all this stuff. And so now I had to go through the bad process. Mm-hmm. Well, during that time, um, the company that was doing the background check, I think Dahmer was no longer using them, it switched over to OMPF, I think, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. So from the date that I had applied, it uh, almost took a year before I got um, my clearance. Hmm. So, but in between that time, you know, I'm just sitting at home. I'm just thinking, okay, it's going to come today. It's going to come today. I'm praying mm-hmm. every day. I'm praying every day. I'm calling the company to see, hey, have you guys heard anything yet? <laughs> I know they were sick of me. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it was about almost to the date. I said, you know what? Screw this. I said, I'm done. I'm not praying anymore. I've been mm-hmm. praying for an entire year. I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. So I said, okay, Marcus, just go out and find another job. So I went out and found another job interviewed that Wednesday and I was going to start Monday. Uh, and so just one Friday, I was checking my email. I said, congratulations, you received your request. I said, whoa, God, you really have jokes, don't you? <laughs> See? What was that? Yeah. Get up, 
getting the action for me to do what I wanted. Interesting. Now you Three. say, okay, now here's another thing. So with all that said, and people say, oh, you don't question God. You know, there is, why not? In Psalms, David was always questioning, what are you doing? Why, why are you doing this? And even, I think, ancient rabbinical teachings, that means Judaism, they say question, you question it because it leads you to go deeper into your, and I'm really paraphrasing, questioning <laughs> it. So why are you doing this? Leads you to deep, to going into deeper understanding and connection to God. According to, according to Judaism. Well, once that happened, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I still believe I'm going to do right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you didn't start bartering like God's a, 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 a genie or a hookup. Oh, hook up God. Please hook me up this time. I promise you. <laughs> Listen, if it were that easy. Oh my God, yeah. If I could, <laughs> I'll be honest. If, if it could happen that way, works on barters and promises. I'd really be in that. I'm like, Lord, if you do this, I'll, I'll stop this. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, <laughs> but it's not, it's according to these, the, to, the, to the teachings, it is faith. And he wants you for who you are for yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for us as humans to reconcile that, you know, cause we think we have to do something. It's always, no, I do this. You do that. You know, if you don't do this, I'm mad at you. So I refuse to believe in you. <laughs> that's how I, that's how I feel. I could be wrong, but I bet you I'm at least 50% right. <laughs> Some of the people. How do you feel about the church itself? As far as the um, practices and protocols and the rituals and all of this. The, oh, well, okay. Some of the rituals. For me, I ended up moving away from mainstream Christianity to orthodoxy because I was attending an orthodox church in Virginia. Because mm -hmm. I'm a person who likes history, that's kind of like a good proof. So the orthodox church, they have a history. According to the orthodox church, they can trace the, all of the priests and pastors, all, like the main priests, all the way back to Peter himself unbroken lineage, not the regular priests, but like the people who are, they're, they're popes. Now mm -hmm. the Orthodox church, the popes can be married. So popes are not, not popes. The priests can be married. The popes can't. The, the head of the church is, I think generally not married. She was an older guy, but I don't know how that works. If you're promoted, if they're elected or whatever, then if you're already married, it's fine. But anyway, the priests are married. They have families and all that stuff. But Orthodox means true way. And even the liturgy they do, they trace it back to way back to when the apostles, you know, the first century church. I like it. So the liturgy can be kind of, it's just a bunch of repeating scriptures and prayers and taking communion and holy water. And that's, and then you have your regular service where the priest will give a message. But I like it because I like history. It's just, I like a certain part, that aspect of discipline. And we also mm -hmm. have certain days where it's Vespers or whatever, and you can have confession and confession is not where we had mm. it in Arlington after the service and we're singing the songs, or whatever the liturgy, you know, scripture, 
those who wanted to do confession, we just like sat on one side of the church and the priest was sat over there, the father, Father Anthony, and we just one by one come and just sit down and talk. It's like a counseling session. And I loved it. He would talk and say, blah, blah, blah. Then he'd stand up and he put his hand right over your head and pray with you. And you felt good. You said, Father, I've been dealing with this. And he had like real practical advice. Mm-hmm. I like that. You just right there, face to face. No one else could hear because they were sitting on the other side. We just go and talk to him. He talked to us for a while. He'd give like really good, and you felt good because it was biblical, as we know. And you felt when you when he finished talking to you and praying, you're like, oh, man, it was a weight off your shoulders. Like, oh my gosh, because uh, I think one thing I was talking to him and I was like worried about certain things, and he gave me like good advice. He said, he said. I remember this word. He said, and stop doubting and thinking of that because it'll become a self-fulfilling prophecy. He was basically saying, you keep worrying about this. You basically will make it happen in a way. Mm, and I just stopped mm-hmm. worrying. And it was like, this is the way to be. And I swear, if I were back in the States, I would move to Arlington, Virginia and go back to that church, St. Timothy and St. Athanasius Coptic Orthodox Church. Coptic meaning out of Egypt. Anyway, that's, but I enjoyed it. And we had get togethers and it was just good. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It was very, it was just really good. Mm. What, what was the question? Oh, oh, main, oh. <laughs> so, the, so, so now let me go back to, so the reason I left mm. is because I really liked that. But after, there seemed to be a certain time, and let's just say it, and maybe it just happened. When Trump became president, things became, people got really split and weird and some churches became straight patriotic churches. Other churches just, well, you know, I'll go back before that. I won't blame it on that. I'll just say around that time, I began to think and look at churches in a different light and begin to think, I don't, some of the things they do in church, at least in the U.S., I don't mm-hmm. like. You've got, I call these, no offense to any pastors out there, but some of these, and primarily in, <laughs> let's say, non-denominational <laughs> churches, more black than white, but they have these, and I can understand now why you have, uh, they call them armor bearers. I'm like, okay, your security. Now, armor bearer taken back from David, but that's when David was a fugitive king (laughs) on the run, being chased by another king. (laughs) You needed armor bearers, and they were like warriors. Uh, But I know they need security now because you never know what happened. But I see them now in many churches as priest kings. They seem to go as priest kings. Uh, and there's a line of succession. A lot of times they'll pass it down to their son or daughter. And the people accept it, so so be it. Um, but I, now people say, you know, people say, well, why does he have all the money? Now, some of these pastors, they write their own books. They make the money. Let them keep the money. I'm not worried about the money. If they're living an extravagant life, I would hope that they are helping people the right way. Um, But me, I am not such a proponent in many of the churches in the Western churches Mm -hmm. today. And, you know, and of course people say, well, you're supposed to go to church. says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves as a matter of some is, you know, scripture said, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, if you want to, I guess, I don't know. I'm not going to strain in that. You can figure out ways to assemble with other believers. sometimes i watch it online because i can't go here it's it's all in greek (laughs) there's some there's some churches here in greece that are western and english but they're primary they're 
no offense, they're run by Africans and stuff. So I, you know, it's a whole different culture, which I could sit in and learn, but I'm not such a big go to church guy anymore. I mean, nor am I. Um, just the whole, the whole process. And yeah, you want me to pay tithes. And I'm like, wait a minute. And some have gone away from mm-hmm. that. Even the church I went to, the Orthodox Church, yeah, I, I was because I was brought up in a different denomination where they really focused on tithes. And my priest, Father Anthony, was like, "You pay what you can." He, mm-hmm. It was no burden, you know, because of course, you help out. It helps the church. It helps the people. It helps the supplies. It's everything, and I I like that. So yeah, but but now, I wouldn't mind assembling with some believers. Once a month, once every six months, that would be good because it is it is a way of you know, building each other up. I, that I wouldn't mind. It could be a little meal, it could, you know, something like that. I, I I could I would like that. Well, why don't you start that? They're in Greece. Marcus, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody! Hey, Walter. After my stand up set with all these f words, I am assembling with some other people, and we just get together and talk about. Uh, you know, but, but, the but your, your, your God knows your heart. So you could drop as many F-bombs as you want. All right. Well, you know, well, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. Look, if my mother, <laughs> my mother hears this, you're talking about this. Yes. She'll start crying and snot nose and want me to start a church. She re- I'm like, oh my Lord. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't. Wouldn't be bad. I wish I did know one or two other people. Hey, you want to get together? Let's just talk about what's well, on our minds. And... Over there. I know a lot of Greek people. I'm not fighting against the Orthodox Church. <laughs> other people I know are from other countries and other beliefs. Well, you have but to I two think co- two my workers, mind. you know. Yeah, they're not going to want it. Yeah. Actually, one time I was talking to one of my coworkers. And I would say, yeah, I used to do this. She's like, I would listen to you. I'm like, all right, don't start anything. <laughs> and I start getting aspirations. Yeah, I could start my own thing. And next you know, I'm Jim Jones in out here. <laughs> yeah. Why not? No. Jeez. Raise your things so, so, And so why don't you, you say you don't like to go because of certain it's traditions the and stuff. structure. I don't feel like putting on a suit. <laughs> I don't feel like going in. But you don't, but nowadays you don't have to do suits. Uh, you didn't grow up in my household. Oh, see, and that's another thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we're, we're shackled by, you know, how we grew up, whether mm-hmm. it's right or wrong. That's what they knew then passed down from this and that. Yeah. Yep. Go, go get that pinstripe suit and put it on. <laughs> what? And to this day, Marcus refuses to wear a suit. <laughs> you, you have no idea. Nope. <laughs> That why your jeans and t-shirt. Yes, <laughs> everywhere I go. Yeah, that's it. Well, now look at this. So, isn't that something? Something that's extreme one way will cause you to be extreme in another way. Yes. Can't you can't find a balance anymore? You ever you think about that? It was extreme here, so now I just do the total opposite. I'm just extreme this way. No, I cannot. Mm-hmm. Well, I can. I just well, did. Especially it. Especially in the wearing a suit. Uh, what about a blazer? And a t-shirt. I'm not saying for church, just do you not oh, wear, would you not? Out. Yeah. For evening, um, I would have to actually go out and start shopping just to find, you know, pants. Wow. 
You burned sure. everything that remained. <laughs> Tell you. Oh my gosh. If I, if I die today, I'll have to go shopping tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. No, wouldn't I like get a cape and reverse <laughs> it on him and then. And there it is. I have a blanket all the way up to his to his neck. I think it's a head. Yeah, I'm like, good lord. Wow. Okay, so you put went that in my will. No suits. No suits. You went straight extreme the other way. Mm-hmm. Now me, I like to wear suits anyway, but I'm not suit in a church and like doesn't do anything for me. I just some pants and look, people wear shorts, flip flops, they're just in there. Come as you are. Oh, which now, is fine. They, oh, they mean it now. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and that's how they just are. Show up. That's all I want you to do. Just show up. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's good. I mean, that takes the pressure off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people traditionally, but, you know, to me, whatever makes you feel comfortable. That's it. Now, I'll be honest. When I was growing up or not growing up, but later on when I was an adult, that was the only time I sometimes like, man, I have some nice clothes. Wear them to church. Well, <laughs> you know, I like to put on a blazer and a, a ja- blazer and a shirt with no tie. You know, looking business casual. But we were doing no business. I'm like, oh man, <laughs> I need to be doing something where I can <laughs> wear my peacock feathers. <laughs> <laughs> but then I got to the point where oh, just come as you are, easy mm-hmm. in and out. Would mm-hmm. I go today though in the states? When I go back Ooh. to the states, I go. I'll go to like. My daughter's church or 10 because it's very easy going. I'm like, oh, cool. No oh, pressure. I like that. Are you going, you're going to church? Please close my door. <laughs> One time when I was back in the States, uh, in between jobs in Africa, Kuwait or whatever, mm-hmm. oh my God, I was home for six months. I was also going through the process of becoming a police officer. Another mm-hmm. story. But one time my mother was like, you going to church? I'm like, nope, I'm not going to church. And I was watching TV. My mother got dressed and sat on the passenger side of the car. I thought the car, I'm saying, where's she going? Beep, beep. She went out there. Come on. I'm like, dang. So I had to go get dressed because it was making me mad. I'm like, she's going to sit in the car. Turn, she turned the car on, sat there and waited on me. And I'm like, all right, let's go. I'm like, good, 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 uh, good move, yeah. mom. <laughs> well, what if I she failed that test. <laughs> and my initial plans were I'm going to go drop her off. <laughs> I'm going to ease in. But then people knew me. I'm like, but in the end, it was okay. I'm like, I think now as you get, as I get older, first of all, you got to remember, as you get older, you go to church, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. You don't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And people aren't as pushy today. I think after COVID, it kind of like, hey, we're, People are not coming to church because of COVID. We need numbers yeah. up or we're not going to be able to make more. You know, people do have to help pay the mortgage. So they're in a way, I think maybe churches have turned. I don't know. I haven't been there, but I'm just guessing. And when I was back in the States last year, it was very, you know, just, just there. You enjoy yourself and people greet you and you leave. There's no pressure on anything at all. Well, you know, I'm not saying that I would never go to church again. But it would have to be a church that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Whatever the message, the message down to the congregation, I would have to really thoroughly enjoy going to this particular church. Now, what what falls um, under agape, agape style? Do you are you familiar with agape? 
Does, is that a certain denomination or just uh, the copy of the, the word guy? love? What, what's, what's the guy's name? Black guy. He used to have dreads. Uh, Michael, There's a lot of those. Michael Beckwith. Beckwith? Uh, Michael Beckwith. I'm going to look it up. Or Beckworth. One I know of Michael two. Beck. Michael no. Beckwith. Let me see. Maybe I, I, I did feel, pull up. A, oh, okay. Yeah. Michael Bernard Beckwith is a new thought minister, author, and founder, and spiritual director of the Agape International Spiritual Center in Beverly Hills, California. Okay. He he, so, he cut his dreads. He cut his dreads, I think. So, well, his forehead was coming. Well, anyway, um, huh. No. So, is his a church, Christianity, or international holding Sunday services? Okay. Well, I've never... He's a new thought. It's Agape, Agape International Spiritual Center. So, it doesn't say... Christianity per se, but I think really yeah, it's, it's a trans-denominational right. hold on, not yeah. yeah. Meaning it cross denomination yeah. before people think, oh, it's trans. Yeah, I'm sure they accept those, which that's fine. Um oh my gosh. But no, okay, I see. It is I have uh, now I'm curious. I want to see who this Michael Bernard Beckwith. I said that with a British flair, Bernard, but Michael Bernard Beckwith, New Thought mm -hmm. Minister. Let me see. New thought. Okay, I'm looking at it. Mm -hmm. uh, ancient thought accumulated wisdom and philosophy from a variety of origins, such as ancient Greek, Roman, Egyptian, Chinese, Taoist, Vedic, Hindu, and Buddhist. Okay, I, I interesting. So, oh, so his is probably like like a Scientology. L. Ron Hubbard. No, no. I mean, no. When, I'm, when I say it's not, I'm saying it's thought. Scientology, oh. they are very protective and... <laughs> you can't leave. One time I thought about contacting them. Jesus, like, for what? I don't want to... L. L. Ron Hubbard made that book up. No, I'm not going this. It's just a... Yeah. <laughs> no. So, okay. New thought. This is different. I've never... Hmm. So you must have, what, did you see him on YouTube or have I've you been there? I've seen a few videos of his, and plus he, he's been on Oprah a few times. And he also has his own, uh, I think I have one of his books, actually. Um, really? Okay. And I've watched a few of his uh, YouTube uh, clips. Advanced teaching of meditation. Mm -hmm. uh, your future possible is calling you four windows of manifestation happy money with ken honda foundations for the true love elevation wellness from predictability to creativity okay full life so his would uh, power of lucid dreaming so his really isn't even a church person it's mm. an let's say an assembly yes. of new thought people so yeah. it's not really christianity but it probably embraces Christianity, Buddhism, and everything. And you just, well, I mean, the other guy, Carlton Pearson, remember he went from um, Pentecostalism to something like this. Uh, I forgot it's called, um, whatever it's called. But yeah, he is different. I mean, he was, you know, disassociated with other mainstream denominations, but 
yeah, his actually there's a thing about him on YouTube. No, on uh, Netflix, there's a movie with Carlton Pearson. I'm like, really? Starring that guy who was in Twelve Years a Slave. Uh, whatever his and yeah, head. I don't. Oh yeah, I'm going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because his is he was higher dimensions church, and now he is blah blah blah. blah the what is it? Universal reconciliation, something like that. He's yeah, he's told he's different now. So maybe that's I don't know. Very similar. So, what are your final thoughts on this God and church? My and- final thoughts on God. Every individual person, I guess I should say. I think that. Um, I think in everyone there is a longing or desire. There's there's something missing. There's a this world is chaotic. Life is chaotic. There's something missing. And I know everyone wants peace and stability and hope. Everyone needs hope. Everyone wants hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we need a place to find it. And 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 mm-hmm. our relationship with a higher being, higher authority. Well, some some that have it, some that don't believe. But mm-hmm. I think in all of us there is a belief system. And I think ultimately God deals with us based on who we are and history and how everything, you know, if truly God is omnipotent, knows everything, he knows us. Mm -hmm. um, So he would deal with us. And the thing is, when that comes, I guess you'll know it. Mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, uh, because ultimately from what I've learned, what I've learned, God does the saving. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think just, I can't give a whole dissertation. I'd have to sit down and think. But I would say, ultimately, he's dealt with, we're dealt with on an individual basis. And we mm-hmm. work that out. We mm-hmm. work that out. And we believe it. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Individual, work it out. Which works best for you. Right or wrong, I don't know. You'll find out in the end. Maybe it's all right, man. But if it's keeping you stable for now, you know, mm-hmm. by Godspeed. <laughs> right. What about you? Um, I probably say you have to do what's best for you in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Don't be intimidated by anyone or any group of people to make you feel as though you have to believe in something. And right. You must choose this particular thing because that's not going to work. So I say you have to put in the work and search for what makes you feel good. Um, and in the end, if you can't really find exactly what you're looking for, just do right at all times. Just do the right thing and you'll be okay. That Yeah, I would agree. And of most course. people have the capacity to do right. Mm-hmm. So, some people are very deviant and I don't know how that, what happens with that. You know, I don't know. Um, but you know, that's, that's my take on, on faith. Yeah. Faith. Maybe if, you know, some people believe science, I can understand. I want proof. I'm, I'm like mm-hmm. that. I need proof sometimes. Not a whole lot, but you know, some proof is good. I like that. So 
those are the thoughts on God. (laughs) Now I expect many people, of course, we're both from the South. So, you know, we're from the buckle of the Bible belt. (laughs) I'm I'm from France. Okay. Really? Okay. Well, good. You're from France and I'm from Mm -hmm. Mars. (laughs) I knew it. I can tell. (laughs) I'll accept that. We, (laughs) we left the planet dry, but yeah, I'm Mars. Yeah. Okay. France. But yeah, I know, you know, people will either agree or not agree. And those who listen, I have listeners who are Christian leaders mm-hmm. and some who are like, you know, in Christianity, you know, I, I'm there, I know. So, you know, I don't expect it to please everyone, but I expect people to listen with, uh, you know, with an open mind or just listen, just listen. That's all. Listen to learn and <laughs> listen to learn and see what's being said or hear what's being said. Yeah. Sum it up. <laughs> well, I was, I was waiting for you to go ahead and just roll into the something. Not even something. We've already summed it up. Yeah. Okay. Well, with that yeah, being said, then the outro, huh? the the outro. outro. So thank you once again, ladies and gentlemen for listening to this. This is a more, this is a deeper uh, topic, but I think it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can always share your thoughts and comments on, you know, your concept or understanding of God. Um, you can email us at. <laughs> Walter.rooks at gmail.com. Let's just do that. You can email me and we'll, and we'll answer. If you have anything, we can answer uh, the questions. We'll answer it. So. Uh, Thank you once again for listening to an episode of What Now? Uh, I'm Walter, and this is Marcus. And we hope you have a wonderful, if I'm a Christian, which I am, you have a blessed day. (laughs) May may God bless you or not. Amen. Okay. (laughs) I, I hear what you're saying. All right. Well, all right. Thank you, and have a good rest of your day. Goodbye.